Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. There was a bit of a disagreement yesterday between the women's football manager Vera Powell and the captain Katie McCabe. And while the media might be straining to make a big deal of it, disagreements with your boss aren't that unusual. News Talk's spat at work correspondent Henry McKean has been looking into this. Good afternoon, Henry. Good afternoon, Sean. I was spat at once, but it wasn't by uh, uh, it wasn't by <laughs> colleague. <laughs> was, yes, uh, I didn't mean in the spitting was, sense. Actually, we should have rethought that introduction. Some, someone out there on yeah. the streets, but but it's Did true. They? Yeah, it was during it was during the the COVID. COVID. You know, people were just a bit angry. But, was it you know, Andrade? Uh, no, I don't it, know why I said it, 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 no, Andrade, it, no, it but... wasn't Andrade. It was actually um, I, I, well, I give away the street. It was the city centre street, oh, just really? around the corner. Yeah. No, was, I'm only saying Andrade yeah. because there was what in there was one piece of it from Andrade, and people were. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah, there was a bit of shouting. But there is a lot of aggression, and sometimes, you know, it's part of the job. You just have to deal with it. But when a colleague spits at you, it's a totally different thing. That would be a second offence, I imagine. Well, you'd hope so. You you would. You would would hope so. But it's it's true. Get things out in the open. Perhaps don't spit at your colleagues and show your anger. Do show it. I mean, no, you don't think so? I see. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to show anger anymore. Because if you show anger, you might raise your voice. Yes. That's a hanging offence. Can't do that anymore. Yeah, and it's hard when men get emotional, they get angry. Yeah. And when a lady gets emotional, sometimes they might shed a tear. Oh, I get in trouble for saying that. But oh, it's true, yeah, it's still yeah. emotion. And gross sexism, there's another um, one. You can collect your cards in the way out. <laughs> after, after we all worked remotely, people, you know, they were holding all this anger, but it's good to clear the air. Um, here is Laura Smith, co-founder of Top Tier Recruitment and Possible Coaching. You have two options, stay or go. So you have to make a decision around that. So if you're going to make a decision to stay, you have to decide to improve things, make things better, take responsibility for what's going on and be calm and rational about it. Understand what's going on from the bosses or the colleagues' perspective. Look at ways of resolving and things that you can control. This is what people struggle with. So you have to address the things that you are in control of ask for feedback and areas that you can improve on and once you've made those changes and you're still in the same toxic position do you stay again and escalate things internally through HR or whatever procedures and policies are in place but you need to be aware that this can potentially have a negative impact on you personally due to the time and energy that it takes. Because on that I mean we're here in a park we're actually chatting and I can smell uh, the Guinness I can smell Guinness being brewed even though that's a number of miles away (laughs) Uh, and we've also got a lawnmower somebody's cutting the grass where we are at the moment and all those factors some people might complain about a smelly work environment or a noisy work environment but you have to get on with it if you want to earn a living yes no job's going to be perfect is it no absolutely not and th- and that's what that's why it comes down to either stay or go but some people are left in a position where they you know whoever they they're, they're working with the relationship continues to be toxic again be logical about it and be calm um, and if and plan for it like if you're going to go don't just pop into the next job that comes up make sure that you're making a really logical and calm decision like if you if you're going to if you love your job and you want to make things work and you're making a decision to do that stick st- address the things that you can control and if if you've made those changes that are within your control and things continue to be toxic then you make a decision do i escalate or do i leave at that stage can you work it out can you say to your colleague your your boss look i don't like you this isn't working how can we make it work <laughs> 
imagine if only um, what I would always um, suggest to people is to talk to somebody who doesn't have a vested interest it could be family friends mentor coach or previous colleague or some, a current ally in the organization but it needs to be somebody you trust and doesn't have another agenda so just get their perspective on it yeah I suppose that's uh, a lot of sense there but if, if, if your boss is just a dick, what can you do? You no, know, it, it's hard. And sometimes bosses, they kind of, they get promoted upwards and you wonder why. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes executives and companies, you wonder how they got there. They can be slightly mad as well. Once you realise that, it, it makes it so much easier. If you realise that you're working with a fruitcake, it's kind of, then you, you sort of treat them with kid gloves and it makes it so much easier because you can't, you know, reason with someone no, if they're on quicksand. You, yeah. just, you just can't. But you can try and find some something, you know, like a, something in common. It could be anything. And that really, really helps. Um, but yeah, it could be ego. It could be passive aggressive. And I hate the whole passive aggressive thing. Just just be aggressive. Just get it out. The pa- you know, oh, yeah. Because you just yeah. don't know what passive... Uh, and perhaps the boss or your worker or your colleague or your... You but know, it is. That's, it like, that HR confidence. speak is essentially passive aggressive at this point. People have assessments yes. and and, and they give constructive feedback, which means yeah. you're rubbish and we'd yeah. like you to go, but yes. we can't say any of those things now. So they use all these words and, yeah. and it's complicated and you've got yeah. to reread it and go, oh, I've been sacked. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you don't know half the time what's going on. But yeah. believe it or not, some co-workers, some colleagues actually do like each other. Uh, I, I met, <laughs> I met uh, these co-workers from Croatia, Spain, Poland and Syria, and they all work in a very large sports shop. Sometimes, of course, with the, with the work, everyone is argue. You can argue with your boss, you can argue with your uh, employees, you can argue with your colleagues. But after all, if, if you figure out a way to solve the issue and you stand up again, try to find the solution for what you are arguing about, and then happy days, you can just move on. You can learn from the argument and you can try in the future to be better. Do you all get on with each other? You all work together. Do you get on with him? Yeah, absolutely. I really love him. He's the best colleague I can have. <laughs> and to you? Yes, uh, he's like my brother, uh, older brother. He always supports me, so we are very close to each other. Yeah, he's like a big brother. He's always taking care of us. <laughs> it's about the mutual respect in the end. It's about loving your job, because if you don't love your job, there's no point of working it. Jobs like retail, you need like a really good environment to, to go through the shift, you know. So I think you need to discuss with everyone and try to arrive to a midterm and not, not argue about everything. Like not stab anyone on the back, try to have the healthiest relation as possible. I think have that's you ever stabbed someone in the back at work? I not mean, my, not literally. Not, my, not myself, but I, I've been stabbed sometimes, yeah. yes. Really? What happened? Well, for example, they tell some things that they're like, sorry for saying like that, but bullshit <laughs> about you. <laughs> And it's not true. That feels really bad. And then people come to you saying, oh, you say that or you did that. And it's not true. And it's really difficult to turn that situation. Yes, it is. Uh, JP says, I cried when I was let go and my former boss told me to man up. That comment made me realise being let go was a blessing in disguise. I think men showing emotion in the workplace is a good thing rather than a bad thing. Anyone who mocks it isn't fully evolved. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I did. I've, I've cried. I've cried on the job, which, you know, I don't want to go into it, but I kind of fell apart. Something went seriously wrong on a project. Uh, mm. I was abroad and yeah, I, I was quite upset over it. It does happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because I, I, it wasn't like you were in yeah. with management and you just No, no, I wasn't. No, no, it was no, absolutely. It was, uh, 
I, I've heard of people yeah. who have done that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it's okay. To, uh, yeah, no, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were trying to save their ass though at the same time. Oh, really? I was, uh, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you about it later. Better oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, I cried. It was my, anyway, I just, I just fell apart. I just, I think it was a lack of sleep. Uh, something yeah. bad happened. Yeah. And I uh, just couldn't cope. And it happens. We're human. Yeah. We're, you know, we, we can't just keep going. We are human. And we're, you know, stuck in these offices or these factories or whatever uh, job uh, we do. But yeah, when we take that news, uh, uh, like yesterday, uh, the Republic of Ireland game and the, the captain and, and the coach disagreeing publicly. And, you know, it, it does, it goes on. It does go on. Um, here is um, Aideen McLaughlin from Indeed. They are a matching and hiring platform. In other words, uh, human resources, recruitment. Recruitment, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, we do know that uh, work well-being and happiness at work is a key factor in productivity. So this is such an important subject. I think the key thing to remember is that nobody is bad in a vacuum. There's always something going on. And so to understand workplace dynamics, we have to communicate with each other. And oftentimes when we're having an issue with a colleague, we have invented a story about what's motivating them, why they're acting that way, why they're being passive-aggressive, why they're sending me a big email criticizing my work. And actually underneath it, the story we're telling ourselves may not be the reality. The workplace is just like a big human experiment. And the hardest thing for people to do is to get their needs met. And the workplace, it's just like that. The pressure of, you know, coming together to get a problem solved, to fix a challenge. Oftentimes, you know, we need things from other colleagues, but we just don't know how to ask. And passive aggressiveness is one way that we try and get our needs met, but we can't actually ask for what we want. And I think that's the core to it. When you're having problems with a colleague, you have to communicate. You have to understand what they need. When we take uh, the Women's World Cup and we take Vera Powell and Katie McCabe, they're all over uh, the sports pages today and supposedly a disagreement about taking off uh, a player or not. Can you understand uh, why that would happen in a kind of pressure cooker environment? And also, is that normal? I mean, is it normal for uh, the captain to disagree with, with the coach? And you could say in any workplace... What I see when I saw that interaction between uh, Vera Power and Katie was two individuals who deeply care about the team, about the sport, and about winning. And oftentimes when you have two individuals who care so much and one person's on the pitch fighting and one person is trying to manage from, from the outside perspective, there's going to be miscommunication. Uh, and what I see there is nothing abnormal at all. It's just two individuals who care deeply about the, the work that they're engaged in and trying to make it work for each other. I think there's three things to keep in mind. One is we've got to avoid the labels. Labeling each other as bad or this person is a micromanager or this person is aggressive. I think we really need to remove those things because they're just stories we're telling ourselves. So remove the, la the labels and then work to uh, communicate with the, the under, other person, understand what's motivating, what their needs are. And that builds empathy and trust. And then once that, once that trust is established, then you can navigate all these issues. So a younger colleague labeling an older colleague as one way or another is not going to help communicate exactly what the need is to solve the problem. And so all I can say is avoid the labels, uh, communicate often, and just try and build trust and empathy with the people you work with. Uh, a few comments. Uh, and last, somebody says, HR lingo is a load of cod's wallop. Uh, another texter says, uh, Dermot says, worked in a hotel for over 10 years. A new general manager came in. She was bananas. It was great, though, because it gave me the push to leave for a better job. Uh, P.S. Bosses like that bond a team, uh, though, like boats in a storm. That is true, yeah. Uh, someone else says, I have been targeted by a colleague for the last four and a half years, including when my baby was born. She targeted me when he was five days old. The most difficult, the, the baby, obviously, the most difficult part 
was that the boss was supporting her in spite of her very toxic behaviour, I had to accept after a long time that the environment is toxic and there's nothing I can do to change it. I left that workplace on a part-time basis last year, but still looking for something permanent elsewhere. And uh, someone says, Henry, that you've hit the nail on the head. Very often people get promoted because they're good at their job rather than being able to manage people. Creating and delivering culture is a massive part of a manager's job. Not everyone is a leader. That's so true. Yeah, I, so it's, true. I couldn't lead. I'd be honest, I'd hate oh, to be no, a boss. Oh, no, I'd be terrible. I, yeah. Imagine having to tell someone I, what I to do. i just play favourites and, and yeah. go around being horrible to people. Yeah, I would, I, I, in fact, I'd enjoy that. I'd I can't even get my five-year-old to do what? Well, you know, yes, how, exactly, yeah, yeah, How could you? How, yeah. How, and how could you? Some, some people love the power. They enjoy it. They enjoy... Yeah, but they... they uh, yeah, and maybe they do it, maybe they do it for, for the money also. No, but, but it's good if you can, if you can, like, sometimes mm. you have to make hard decisions or yeah. sometimes make popular decisions, but if people respect you for doing it and have some vague sense yes. of why you're doing what you're doing, yeah. rather than just going around, you know... Yeah. The communication is so important. No, absolutely. And I worked in hotels. uh, I worked in hotels over the years and lots of crazy, crazy managers. So I understand where that person was coming from. Yeah. Um, And young people as well. Yeah. Are they all snowflakey and not able to (sighs) take direction? Uh, Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's harder for them because we've, we've told them that they can be anything they want to be, which they can, by the way. No, they Um, can't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry, you can't. That's oh, actually sorry. a fact. <laughs> We've taught them to think individually. Um, but yeah, they do. They struggle to toe the line. Um, here are young people from all backgrounds, uh, intelligent ones, uh, all types, uh, went to college, uh, and people from around the world uh, in part-time jobs. We do really get along together. Really just like best friends. I had a toxic boss for a while, um, but because I needed the money and couldn't get another job when I was younger... I didn't have another choice, but you just have to put up with the environment in that situation. And because you're lesser than them, you're the employee, there's very little that you can say in terms of changing it. And why was your boss toxic? Didn't um, want any form of community within the workplace and very much discouraged friendships and talking to other people. It was very much you were there individually. You do not belong as part of a team. And I think that was bad to the workplace because nobody gets on there's no sense of community and everyone's only working for themselves and what sort of industry was it a hotel and there's so many different jobs to be done and things that need to be doing everybody needs to communicate because one thing in a kitchen would affect something in a bedroom something in what's happening outside like it is all very it's all interlinked yes yeah trying to go up the ladder and when they see other people trying to compete the same way they're more likely to get, to get into arguments and it just creates a toxic environment of everyone not trying to maximise what they can do on their own to make the business better. I've always been blessed with good bosses and kind of working a family business, but maybe I've been in the role of training people in and it can be hard to be tolerant of someone's kind of lack of awareness or like trouble kind of being integrated into a workplace when you're relying on them and maybe any kind of shortfall in any staff might come on to you. It's just harder to deal with that in week in, week out, family business and help run it. Just that when you're dealing with difficult co-workers, you kind of just have to put your head down and get on with it because you know, you're on the same level either way and it's easier to put your head down and get on with it. But when it's a toxic uh, like employer, when it's like a manager or someone who's being difficult or who's being difficult to work around, you have no option but to just let go of it and you have to quit and 
you can't really go to HR either because it probably would cause more problems as well. So it puts people in a really difficult position where they want to keep the job they're in, but with the management, it just becomes impossible to continue on. You know what? If I was a boss, I'd sack everyone who used the word toxic. Uh, every single person you talk to with that clip used the word toxic. You don't it's like become, the word toxic. Well, it's because it's one it's of those. Become toxic. It's become toxic. Yeah, yeah it's become overused, mean, meaningless. Yeah, exactly. Henry, thanks a million uh, for that. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.